All right, we're live. Are you dealing with an angry person, or are you yourself find yourself feeling angry? I'm going to talk about this training that I've done this training before, but I'm going to revisit it and become more clear with it, and I'm going to try a new setting for me to be able to communicate this and transfer it over to my podcast. If you're noticing、um, noticing this mic, I'm going to do a pin post here. Let's see. Okay, I pin my comment. So. If you're an angry person, or if you are dealing with a partner who is persistently angry or is angry, here's how you can deal with it. I'm going to break this training down into two parts. First part is if you are the angry person yourself. The second part is if you are the receptor of、uh, someone who is angry and how to deal with it and how to have a conversation with that person. I am the author of Relationships 101, and、uh, the founder of Great Relationships University, the online course, and also、uh, owner of Tantra Massage Las Vegas. So, if you're ever in Vegas, come visit me. But I don't know if you can relate. But when I was growing up, I couldn't have good relationships because there was a barrier. What was that barrier? That barrier was my inability to speak good English. I migrated from Philippines to Alaska at ten years old. I could barely speak English, and so I was very conscious growing up with what people thought of me because I couldn't speak English. And because I couldn't speak,、uh, I could speak English. I learned English, but I couldn't communicate well because of that barrier, having to learn English and having to communicate better. And so. I couldn't have good relationships without good communication. I was a terrible communicator, and when you're a terrible communicator, you can't possibly have good relationships. Mark my words. And so, having that dynamic, going through 2008 when I went through a, a rough divorce. How's it going, Mary? How's it going, Sage? Going through a rough divorce. I found myself completely depressed and suicidal, and I didn't know what to do. Going through that divorce in two thousand and eight, and I found myself reading a book. I was a I was a cop, a military police, and we would I find I find times、um, where I could read a book, and so I read a book. And it was a silly book on how to interact with、um, the opposite sex, how to pick up the opposite sex. And I thought it was silly, but something I realized something. I realized that the author became a friend in my mind because the author, with that information, was there for me,、um, and it gave me new information to work with. And I made a realization. The realization was there was information out there I could use to better my communication, to better my social dynamic skills, and so from that day forward, ever since then, ten years, twelve years, I've never stopped investing in myself. I've never stopped investing in、um, in personal development, in social development, in communication. I could,、uh, and I invested a lot of money and. Surrounding myself with people who taught me how to become a good communicator, 
and I invested tens of thousands of dollars to be around mentors. And uh, it wasn't until 12 years when I wrote my first book and when I founded Great Relationships University, which is um, distilling down everything I learned in the 12 years when it comes to being uh, as my experience and as a relationship and dating coach. So the training for today is divided into two parts. The first part is how to deal with your anger if you're the person who's angry. And the second part is how to communicate and how to deal with somebody who is angry, an angry partner. The first part, when you find yourself angry, is to recognize one thing. And it's very important you recognize this and it will serve you for the rest of your life. That is recognizing where thoughts, where emotions come from. When someone asks, when I ask someone, most people don't know the answer. Where do emotions come from? Are emotions your primal thing? And then you, th- you feel the emotion and you think a thought. Or do you think a thought first and then you feel an emotion? The truth is you feel an emotion after you think a thought. Emotions come from thoughts. Let me give you an example. If I were to tell you right now, as you're sitting there or standing watching my live, my IGTV video, there's a bunch of cockroaches crawling up your back. And whether or not that's true or not, you're going to feel an emotion. Why? Whether you prove it to yourself, whether that was true or not, whether you looked over your shoulder or not, you felt the emotion first and then you reacted because of the thought, because I controlled your thought. I maneuvered, careened your thought. In the Great Religious University, we talk about maneuvering, uh, careening conversations, how to careen conversations to, for mind control in an ethical manner. You do it all the time. You careen conversations. You're, you're doing mind control all the time. You just don't know it. So emotions come from thoughts. So when you feel the emotion of anger, the second thing you have to know is that you and I are born with only two primary emotions. The two primary emotions that we have are love and fear. And the three fears we have, we're born with, are only three primal fears which we get over. The fear of falling, fear of loud noises, and fear of pain. Every single fear you have, you can get over. And the only fears that you're born with are those three primal fears. Primary emotions, love and fear. And so when you feel any emotion, it comes from those things. What do you mean, Rowan, that you can get over every fear? Those primal fears you can get over. You can go to nightclubs where it's loud. You can get over pain. And you can get over fear of falling. If People couldn't get over the fear of falling. There would be no, there would be nobody doing parachute gliding or parachuting, jumping off of planes. Every fear you can get over, and therefore, in essence, because those are the only three fears you're born with, you have no reason to feel any fear at all, unless it's a fear of actual survival in the moment. So you recognize that and recognize where does the anger come from? It doesn't come from love. It definitely comes from fear. Now, what is it the fear you're feeling? It is a combination usually 
of some kind of fear and then rage. It's a calm, always, anger is always compounded with a fear and compounded with rage. Most of the, the anger that comes in jealousy is, or comes from, comes into relationships is jealousy. And jealousy, if you didn't know already from watching my videos, is a combination of fear of loss and rage from feeling that fear of loss. And then you recognize, why would you ever prevent anybody, prevent especially someone you love and cherish and adore, from doing things that, that they love, with people they love, or people they like hanging out with, if you actually love them? And so you find the premise. This is step number two. Find the premise where that anger comes from. The premise is, where, it's called fu fundamental principles. Where your, emo your thoughts begin with. What is the beginning idea of, of that thought? Once you find that premise, meaning, is it a fear? Of course it's a fear because anger is always compounded rage with a fear. What is that fear? And then you confront that fear. You distill down, okay, this is a combination of rage and this is a combination of some kind of fear. What is the fear I'm feeling? Now you could go to a therapist or a psychologist and say, hey, um, hey doc, I want to find out where that fear is coming from. Can you help me? Or you could do something called introspection and you introspect within yourself, you find out for yourself where that fear is coming from. What is the experience that you've had in the past which, which you've associated and you've developed that fear, which is just a mechanism for survival. Your brain is always right in your own mind. A crazy person is always right in their own mind. Your anger, you will always justify your anger. Because you cannot be crazy in your own mind. Do you understand? So, how are you justifying your anger? Where is this anger coming from? You find that out, find the premise of that, and then you weed it out, you fix it. Because it's detrimental to you. It's not a, it's not definitely not a signal for love. And definitely off-putting, and definitely your partner will resent you. The third thing is delivery. Delivery. How are you going to deliver now that you find out the premise? Now that you've recognized that emotions come from thoughts, now you, now you have to d deliver. How are you going to deliver your message if there's, if for example they've crossed your boundary or they've done, some, done something off-putting to you? What is it? And then now, how how are you going to deliver it? Try to deliver it in a very open manner, candid manner in a manner which is not off-putting to them, in a, which they can, in a way which they can appreciate. And you could start off perhaps sounding like, hey baby, I want to talk to you about something, candidly. And I felt earlier, you can share your emotions, I felt earlier that I was beginning to feel angry. And I took some time and I introspected for myself why the cause of anger was. And I, and I felt that this was the cause of anger. And then you lay it out for them. And then you find whether you can compromise or you can part ways if that, ha that has to happen. And I'll go over that for the step three. Okay, so that's for somebody who, if, you feel, if you're feeling anger. What's the next thing? The next part of this 
training is how do you deal with somebody who is angry? The first two parts are inter interchangeable. So the number one, step one out of three, is try not to have a conversation that is emotional. When the emotional when the emotion is charged with something called anger. Try not to have that conversation. Put off that conversation when the emotion has subsided and you can have a logical conversation. And so you have that conversation. It could, it could sound like now perhaps you, you have no choice but to have that conversation because the person is angry after all. This is, I didn't say this was going to be easy, but it's going to be simple. A lot of things in life are simple and people just overcomplicate it. Now, simple doesn't mean easy. So you confront, not confront, but you have a conversation with your partner who is angry and, and say, it sounds like you are, you're, you're feeling angry. Now, I want to get to a better place. I want to get to a better place. So let me first go over step two. Step two is recognize the point of communication is understanding. The point of communication is understanding. It's not me speaking and you speaking and that person speaking, that person speaking. The point of communication is to understand, is to be able to, in your mind, duplicate what that person is thinking. I want you to really think about that. The point of communication is to duplicate the thoughts that that person is thinking in your mind. In other words, have empathy. Really understand what that person is going through. It's another way of saying Put yourself in someone else's shoes. And so you recognize that communication is about understanding. And put off conversating with that person if it's charged with rage. So this is where you have, it's, not, it's simple, but it's not easy. So you communicate with them and say, I want to get to a better place and I want to understand where you're coming from. But it sounds like right now, are you open to that conversation? Because it sounds like right now you're feeling angry and it's not going to be effective for the both of us to, co to communicate if you have a charged rage emotion. Are you willing to conversate with me in a logical manner, in a reasonable manner, without rage? Now, I, I recognize that you're probably thinking, well, yeah, that's almost impossible with somebody who is really, really angry. And so this is where you have to set boundaries as a person you have to garner the respect of your partner to be able to communicate in a way where they respect you despite their emotions if they can't conversate with you then they don't have respect for you and this is a point in time of your relationship where you have to garner that respect you have to get that respect you have to introspect your relationship and say, do I have the respect that I deserve in this relationship? If not, you are in a relationship where you are sabotaging that relationship. How are you sabotaging it? You're sabotaging it by with your lack of self-respect results in your partner's not respecting you. And when there's no sense of respect in a relationship, it's not very much of a relationship. And you should either Fix it or exit. Do you understand? The third aspect, third step number three, is recognize whether you must compromise or you must sacrifice. 
Ayn Rand, the philosopher, made this incredible delineation of the word compromise versus sacrifice. To compromise something is to you and the other party or parties involved want the same things and therefore you're willing to do the things to compromise the way you want to do it so that you can both achieve that goal. If I were to go to a hot dog stand and I want a hot dog and it's an incredible hot dog and the person says $5 and I said $5? Uh, how about two fifty? And they say uh, let's go for $3.50. I say sounds good. I'm willing to compromise paying a dollar more and he's willing to compromise paying a dollar less. Why? It's because he wants the same thing I want. He wants to sell the hot dog to make money and I want the hot dog because I'm hungry. We made a compromise. Now a sacrifice is when you have to, when you have, have to, when you set a boundary and it's something you would not do. If I were to go to, to a hot dog vendor, and he were to sell me hot dog for $10, and I say, well, that sounds like a little much for one hot dog and a hot dog bun. How about $2.50? And he says, $8. And I say, I can't do $8. It's $3 at the most. And he says, I can't sell it to you for that, that much. And I say, I'm not willing to sacrifice. I'm not going to pay $8 for a piece of hot dog. I'm good. Exit. Never do anything you would not do, you will regret it. Never do anything you would not do, your partner will resent you for it. Know your boundaries, know what you are and you're not willing to partake in and to, um, to do, and recognize that for yourself and for your relationships, and this is how you can have a great relationship. You have respect for yourself and therefore your partner respects you and doesn't resent you for your lack of respect for yourself. So, I hope you got some value out of that. That's the training. What are the three steps? We talked about if you're an angry person, recognize step one is recognize emotions come from thoughts. Step two is introspect what the premise of that thought is so that you can fix it. And step three, how do you deliver it to your partner, whether they've crossed the line, crossed the boundary of yourself, and share your emotions. What's up, AZ Raised? Second part, we talked about how to deal with somebody who's angry. You can inter interchange the first two. The first two are try not to have the conversation when rage is involved because remember that anger is a combination of rage and some kind of a fear. And number two is recognize the, the point of communicating is to understand the other person. And so you can communicate. So the communication would sound like, I want to get to a place where I understand you. My goal is to understand you and see where you're coming from and see if we could get to a better place. And number three is recognize whether something you were willing to compromise or whether something is a boundary of yours and you're not willing to compromise. And then you think, never do anything you would not do. If you want more trainings like this, I want you to go check out greatrelationshipsu.com or go to the link in my bio where I have an online course talking about how you can communicate better, how you have a fixture mindset, the three principles of enlightenment right now, and how to have better relationships, become a better speaker and better communicator. GreatRelationshipsU.com. Go there now and enroll in the course. When I was 
going through those 10 years, I spent tens of thousands of dollars to find a mentor. Find a mentor that will help me become better so that I could have uh, good finances, good relationships, and become a better communicator. And I spent tens of thousands of dollars to get around those people. Nowadays, you don't have to spend that much money to access information. You don't have to spend that much money to, to, and I distilled down everything I learned in 12, 15 years when it comes to communicating well, mindset, and relationships. And you can access that now when you go to greatrelationshipsu.com. Talk to you on the next live. Thanks for paying attention. Bye-bye.